Welcome to Emergency Meeting, Willing and Able, because we're willing and able to tell you the truth, and you're going to be willing and able to be men of agency and capability. This is going to be a very serious emergency meeting. We have a lot to teach you. So we strongly recommend you get a pen and paper and take notes during this emergency meeting because it's going to be life-changing. A lot of work's gone into the content we're going to provide for you guys today. But before that, we have to do the most important thing, of course, which is... So welcome to Emergency Meeting, Willing and Able. We're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about masculinity as a whole and what actually makes a high value man. Because I get asked this question all the time. And I also know there's a whole bunch of red pill creators and people on the internet. And there's a whole bunch of dorks who are popping up. They get it wrong. Who get it completely wrong. And they talk about money or they do a bunch of drugs and run their mouth. And they're a bunch of clowns. So we're going to make it very clear what a man is and what a man should be. And we're going to explain it in an extremely concise, compendious, detailed way. And I guarantee you what we're going to do is provide you a blueprint to be the most successful version of yourself and genuinely be able to live a life worth living and make an impact on the universe, not only to your family and the immediate people who are close to you, but the universe as a whole. I'm going to explain to you some very important concepts. Some of them will be nuanced and difficult. Some of them will be very simple, but we're not just going to sit and do the normal thing. We say, hi, value man, get in good shape, get some money. We're not going to talk about the things. We're going to talk about all the nuanced, small points that makes a man respected by his peers and respected by women. In depth. In depth. So we would like you to get a pen and paper and take notes and pay attention. And anybody who takes detailed notes from this emergency meeting, please tweet them at me afterwards, at Cobra Tate, and I'll retweet. Because I want to see the kind of notes you take and how detailed they are. So we have a lot to talk about. We'll be answering your questions in Super Chats. Anytime you can Super Chat us, all that money goes to tapepledge.com. If you're not sure what tapepledge.com is, we spend $25 million a year feeding people from war-torn countries all around the world, primarily children. All of our haters, of course, donate no money to anybody because all they do is hate. We're actually out here trying to save the world because we are Tates. Little rhyme there for you, Mr. Producer. So, I'm a G. You know. so, I am. So, before we begin, wait, there's a Matrix agent. A mosquito? From the Matrix as an agent, yeah. Well, a little miniature spy ball. So we have to kill it with fly spray. Where is he? I don't see him. There's a Matrix agent. That is a mosquito, Andrew. I saw him and he's sent by the Matrix to take our blood. He must be. He wanted to get our DNA back to the lab so they can try and replicate us and create the evil versions of us which work for the Matrix so the only thing powerful enough to counter us. Don't you understand if that mosquito bites us that we're in trouble? The whole world's in trouble. The only thing that can be Andrew and Tristan Tate are the evil versions of Andrew and Tristan Tate. Dark Andrew and Tristan Tate. That mosquito sent by the Matrix to get our DNA. Yeah, because the geeks who are trying aren't doing a very good job. So Correct. They, they need to upgrade the strength of their army, and they need our blood to do so. Okay, keep an eye out. Be ready. Stay vigilant. We see that mosquito. If I see that mosquito, he's dying. Raid. So, first, you want to talk about why so many people get what a high-value man is wrong. Because I want to make this very clear. I get sent clips all the time of influencers, red pill dudes, blah, blah, blah. And because I don't talk to any of them, a lot of them seem to not like me, but I just want to make something very clear before we start. I don't know who these people are. I go through my whole life not knowing who these people are. They're insignificant. They're unimportant. They're not worth listening to. And then what happens is someone sends me a clip 
and there'll be some dork sitting there be like, yeah, me and the Tates really don't get along because don't get along. I don't fucking know you. I don't know where the ego comes from in these people, but they're wrong about almost everything that I see them speak on. Um, and obviously they don't like me. They're wrong about everything because how can you not like me and how can you not think I'm a positive force for the world? So I don't know who most of these geeks are that you're talking about, Andrew. But um, I certainly don't watch their content. I certainly don't watch their podcast. Neither do I. I just want to clarify once and for all what our beliefs are, what we believe a high-value man is, and how a man should live his life in a detailed way. Because on podcasts, I usually give a very short answer because I don't have unlimited time. But here on an emergency meeting, we have unlimited time. And that's why we're going to give a very in-depth answer. And we're going to give people a framework they can live by. We already have the tenets, which you can see on carbertape.com, the 41 tenets of life. And if you live by those tenets, then you stand a very good chance of being an extremely capable and successful man. However, we're going to give a lot more detail on what I believe the problems with masculinity are today mm-hmm. and how to be the best version of yourself and how to be a prime male in the modern world and to live a life worth living and make an impact on the universe. So that's what we're going to do. Because it's hard in 2023. It's absolutely not really hard. And it's going to get harder and harder. It's certainly not going to get easier. While we do that, we're going to keep an eye out for the Matrix agent because he must be assassinated. Yeah, I know. Right. We begin. Many young men are under the impression that manhood is elevating themselves with their mouths void of anything behind it. Mm. And you couldn't be more wrong. They confuse the idea of peacocking, which is, I believe, is quite a masculine trait. People think that if you're truly secure, you don't want a nice car, you don't want a fancy watch. I disagree. I think since the beginning of human time, men have always peacocked. We've always shown our value with material things. It doesn't matter if we went to war and killed the enemy and took a feather from the enemy and put it in our hat. doesn't matter if we chopped our enemy's heads off. doesn't matter if we took a piece of gold and wore it around our neck that we stole from some village we raided. We've always been peacocking to a degree. We've always been showing the world that we're valuable and that we're successful and that we've done something important. And peacocking is very important, but... Men have got this confused and they think that they can just use their mouths to elevate themselves without any genuine substance behind it. And that's one of the largest mistakes because that shows one, insecurity, and two, when you're genuinely tested and God will make sure that you are, you're going to fail. So it's very important. You're not the kind of person who thinks, I understand I need to elevate myself as a man. I understand I need to be high status. I understand I need to be respected. I'm going to do that with a big mouth and no genuine capability to back that up. That's one of the biggest mistakes. In fact, it's extremely feminine. And God's going to test you if you keep running your mouth. God's going to test you. I really believe the reason we went to jail is because we became the most famous men in the world for our mental fortitude. And if you're going to be called the top G, and we're going to be the Tate brothers, and we're going to be known for our mental fortitude, God is going to test our mental fortitude by throwing us in a Romanian dungeon surrounded with cockroaches. There's no way you can become the top G of the planet. There's no way you can become the most famous brothers on earth and be respected for your mental fortitude and all the things you teach, and God not test you. Because there are people out in the world who preach mental fortitude, etc., who break down whenever anything difficult happens to them. Absolutely. And God God is always watching. So it's very important you're not just somebody with a big mouth. You have to have some genuine things to back it up. Substance. Substance. And I feel like a lot of you didn't have a present father or a strong father figure to emulate. So you have no frame of reference for masculinity. So you see these idiots with a big mouth online. You think having a big mouth is going to be enough. And it's not enough for God. It's not enough for the reality of the world. Because if you walk around with a big enough mouth, eventually you're going to get checked. You get the shit kicked out of you. And it's also not enough for females. You need to understand that if you convince a woman you're high value with your mouth and your mouth alone, sooner or later, she's going to realize you are a liar. And that is when she's going to leave you. So if you're sitting at home thinking, well, I had this girl. She thought I was the man. 
few months later, she's not that interested in me. Yeah, because she got to know you better. She saw behind the bravado and she saw that you don't really have any genuine real world achievements. You haven't really done anything that's super interesting. You have to do things that make men respect you for women to respect you. And usually those things require a degree of bravery. Men have always been respected for our bravery. We did the brave thing. And it is the brave thing on the other side of fear, which is going to build your character and build your internal self-belief. But it's also going to build a magic inside of you that a woman can see when she looks inside of your eyes. It's also going to build a magic inside of you that people can see when they look in your eyes. When people look in my eyes, they know I've been brave and they know I'll be brave again. And they don't want to test my bravery because they know it exists and they know it's been tested. They know it is real. So this is very important. People confuse this and say, oh, yeah, confident men don't talk, confident men don't brag. And they're saying that because a lot of people who are bragging have nothing to back it up. Once again, I slightly disagree. If you have enough to back it up, you are allowed to brag. But you have to make sure there are real world achievements and you're not living in any kind of delusion. Absolutely everything as a man is your responsibility. It's your responsibility to become your best and brightest version of yourself. And you're not going to do that simply by talking it into existence. You need to live it into existence. You need to go out there and do things which are genuinely difficult, genuinely stressful, which are genuinely scary mm. so you can become the man you want to be. So you have to take responsibility for these things and you have to seek them and choose and find the correct difficulties for you to overcome so you can build a character worth having. It's the information that you absorb and what you do with it that will ultimately mold and shape who you want to become. So every single one of you who is watching this, you're in the right place at the right time. We're going to give you some very important information today. I hope you implement it and you use it to be the best version of yourself. But it's also very important that you create the world you live in. You create your reality. You create the information you absorb and you're not sitting there absorbing garbage from loudmouth idiots or matrix programming that's designed to keep you inside of the slave mind. You have to be very careful with the things you consume. So I want you to think at home, before we read the super chats, which we're about to do, yeah. I want you to think, besides your loud mouth, what do you have that make people know you're truly a man? What do you have? I can name some things, right? People walk in my house, they can see, okay, I'm financially successful. They look at my body, they know I'm motivated, disciplined, I'm extremely strong. They look at my world title belt, they know I can fight. They look at the woman on my arm, they know that I am worthy of respect because she treats me with absolute respect. They look at my network, they see that men treat me with absolute respect. I don't have to open my mouth and people can instantly look at me and go, okay, he has X, Y, and Z. If you couldn't talk, you, you put on a t-shirt, you put on some jeans and you can't talk and you're walking around the world, the world. When people look at you, why do they see you as a high value man? Do you have anything you project? Do you project true bravery? Do you project true confidence? Or do you need to talk to try and convince people of these things? They say confidence is quiet. It can also be very loud, but you don't want to live in a delusion. That's the first thing. So I want every single person here who's actually taking notes to think, if I can't talk, how am I judged? If I can't speak, what do people think of me? How am I projecting my value to the world if I can't say a word? That's the most important thing. Let's read the super chats before we continue. Yeah, uh, Zorik said, shout out to uh, shout out from the War Room, Conquer the Earth, gentlemen, $200 super chat. Top G Commandments, $500 super chat said, I'm a student from the Content Creation Artificial Intelligence Campus in Hustlers University. I ask, what should you do to separate yourself from the competition and stand out from others that are making content? Perfect. You're in exactly the right place at the right time. We're going to talk about exactly that because a lot of people who are making content because you speak into a microphone think that speaking is enough. The reason we have such a strong brand is not just because we speak it's because we are talking about a life we have lived mm. experiences which have happened 
things we have done and things we are capable of doing. We genuinely are saving the world, donating $25 million a year. Nobody else can say that. Nobody else has the capability to do it or the heart or the gumption or the balls or even the capability to organize feeding people in a war-torn country. Do you have any idea how it is to, difficult it is to even feed people in Iran? Yeah. Think about the logistics of it. To avoid scammers and people on the ground who want to take your money and not do anything useful with it. Yeah, so it's very difficult oh, to do these things. You need a network. You need a network. And you, and need, you people need to be respected. And you need to be trusted, essentially. And you need to trust others. But and you need people who you can trust. And uh, me and Andrew have that. Absolutely. So you're talking about how do you make content that makes you stand out? Well, if you stand out as a man, then your content will stand out. Because you'll have exactly the right things to say. And you'll be trusted and believed because people will see in your eyes and know that you're more than just a loud mouth. So I want everybody here who's watching this, I consider this a matter of social responsibility. I want you to pull up a chair and eliminate all the distractions because I'm gonna to speak to each and every one of you as if you were my son or a student or someone I'm trying to mentor. I'm gonna imagine that all of you know nothing and we're talking from the complete ground up how to become the best versions of yourself because manhood is exceptionally hard and life is hard, but how you shape yourself will determine how hard it is for you and how miserable it will be. I've said this many times in many different iterations on different podcasts, but I want to repeat it again. As a man, there is no easy life. If you're looking for an easy life, you should have been a girl. You made a mistake. Yep. Your life is not about being easy. Your life is not about being happy. Your life is always going to be difficult. All of the pain you feel, all of the sadness you feel, you're supposed to feel as a man, and you have two effective binary choices. You either go through the suffering and go through the trauma and go through the hardship it takes to be a man of value, or you suffer eternity as a nobody. And being invisible, I would argue, is almost worse. You can have a very stress-free life if you work in Starbucks. You don't care about the Starbucks once you clock off. You're not at work at the time. You go home, you play video games, and you exist until you die. Uh -huh. That's stress-free, but you have to suffer being a nobody. Alternatively, you can go out there into the world, try and implement your mark on the world, work hard, try to get rich, more money, more problems. You can try and start a business, the stress of that. You can lose your girlfriend because all you're doing is working. This is a new level of stress, a new level of trauma, but at least you'll be a somebody at the end of it. There's two ways to suffer. You either suffer to become a somebody or you suffer as a perpetual and forever nobody. What did Napoleon say? He said, glory is fleeting, but obscurity is forever. Absolutely. Glory is fleeting, but obscurity is forever. And when he says fleeting, that's a really good point because everything in life is rented, especially your glory as a man. When you have a good body, it is not a good body as complete. It's not finished. You haven't completed the task. You have rented that good physical condition. You must train every day to retain it. You're going to keep talking as normal. We're aware of the DDoS attack and we're, we're aware that new people can't join. However, um, for the 60 or 70,000 of you who are in the chat right now, good. You, you are seeing us. And we will continue this and we will um you'll be able to watch this in retrospect once it's uploaded so we're aware of the ddos attack it's being worked on absolutely so everything is rented your body you don't just get a good body and you're done you still have to go to the gym every day to maintain that good body you don't just get a hot girl and it's done you still have to work hard for her to always love you and respect you you don't just start a business and now you're rich no you have to start a business and work on that business every day if you take your eye off the business it will fail everything in life is rented so when he says glory is fleeting he's also absolutely not correct because glory is fleeting and you have to constantly and endlessly work for it and make sure that you never stop otherwise it will be taken from you but obscurity is forever if you never make a mark on the world, then you effectively never existed. Yeah. And when you're gone, nobody will care. The reason our father is discussed at length is because of who me and Tristan are. And the reason we will be discussed forever is because who our sons will become. 
And that's very important because you have a duty to your ancestors and you have a duty to God. So you must make a choice. And this is genuine choice for you people at home. Do you want to live in obscurity forever and be invisible and not matter and have an easier life? I would argue that it's not easier because in your heart and in your soul, you're going to feel guilty knowing you could have been something you're not. And you have a duty to your ancestors and to God to be the best version of yourself. Or do you want to try your absolute best and struggle and suffer every day of your life, paying the rent for all of the amazing things around you? We pay endless rent. We pay rent for our bodies. We pay rent for our relationships. We pay rent to keep our kids. We pay rent to keep our business. We pay rent to keep our freedom. Every single day is work to pay the rent. It's absolutely never ending. And you have to make that choice. So if you have a pen and paper in front of you, you need to decide, do you want to be invisible with a lower rent bill? Or do you want to be important and work hard and suffer to make sure that the rent is paid? It's a choice you must make and it's binary and you must be extremely dedicated towards the decision you finally make. As Tristan said, we understand there's a big DDoS attack right now. We're going to wait for that. What super chats do we have? Uh, none. I can't. We can't access super, super chats right now. DDoS attack. Matrix attack. Is it that mosquito? Is it the mosquito? It might be the mosquito. I think it's the mosquito. If we kill the mosquito, the DDoS attack might end. I don't know where he is. We have to wait for him to try and come to us. Well, obviously, he's on a computer somewhere. He's got our targets. He's on a computer somewhere doing the DDoS attack. No, he's not. The mosquito is not doing the DDoS attack. See, don't refresh. Okay, there you go. Shit. The, the people who are still in, we're still in, and you can see the feed there. So if you are in, you are in, and we do know that. That's been confirmed. However, there is a DDoS attack. But it's fine. Should be back up mo momentarily. But uh, continue, Andrew. Where were you? So as you're just finding yourselves as men, I understand I have a huge responsibility because of the massive platform I have. There's no doubt about it. I am the largest influencer in this space. I'm perhaps one of, if not the largest influencer on the planet today. And I have a massive responsibility to try my best to improve the world and teach people important things. And it's very difficult as most of you men are just finding yourselves trying to figure out what and who you should be in a culture with little to no proper guidance. If you remove me, from the internet. You have a whole bunch of loudmouths who have not achieved anything amazing or remarkable in their real lives. Who don't act in a respectful way. Who don't act in a respectful way, who have not had any real world achievements. There's a few people I can name who aren't like that, yeah, but we're generalizing. We're generalizing. And then you have a largely matriarchal society and a matriarchal education system that you're beholden to. So who's teaching you to be a man? If you're fortunate enough to have a fantastic father, great. But if you don't, there are very little lessons and there's basically no guidance out there explaining to you the self-accountability which is required to be a man. Everything we were just saying to you earlier about making the choice of being invisible or being highly important and paying the rent for one of those two choices, that's based around absolute and utter brutal self-accountability. You must accept the decision you want to make and you must accept that everything is your fault. Everything is on your shoulders, regardless of what God throws at you. Give you an example. Me and you were in jail. Did we still have bills to pay? Did we still have mouths to feed? Absolutely. We did, did we still have a business to run? We're locked in a Romanian jail cell with no access to the outside world. And we still had responsibilities yep. and we were still absolutely and utterly accountable for those. We didn't sit and say, well, I'm in jail, so they don't matter. Let they, them take care of it. No, they do matter. We're men and they must be handled. And we found a way to handle it regardless, even though we believe we shouldn't have been in jail, even though it was unfair, even though it was a matrix attack. We still took absolute and utter self-accountability for the situation and all of our problems. We never skipped a beat. We never missed a single payment. We never let anyone starve. We handled absolutely everything from a jail cell. And you have to sit here and understand, most of you are in absolute freedom, not meeting your responsibilities. How are you going to meet your responsibilities if you become important enough to be locked in a jail? How are you going to meet your responsibilities when you're heartbroken? How are you going to meet your responsibilities if you lose all your money? 
And we're not talking just about our immediate family in, in a selfish way. I'm talking about my employees. I have over 300 plus employees, security guards, security guards who rely on their salary that they get from our company to feed their families. And that's their job. It's not their fault. I was locked in jail. I'm the man who hired them. I have a responsibility to make sure everyone's salaries are paid to make sure everyone's family is fine. Um, you know, there, there's a massive triangle, a massive pyramid built underneath men like us uh, of people who, uh, who people of people who need to eat and people who do us a service and people who need their money in exchange. I couldn't just say, you know what? I'm in jail. They'll understand. What, what would I expect these people to do? You know, this is their job. They work for me and it's my responsibility to make sure everyone's getting their paycheck, even if I'm locked away, which is scary because how would you, how would you accomplish the same thing? Imagine you have three months, you have 45 minutes on the phone three times a week. That's all you get for three months. Would you be able to make sure that everybody you care about and everybody who depends on you and all the people who depend on you from a business perspective, all the people who work with you, work for you, are fed, provided for, getting their salary, getting their paycheck? Could you do that? If not, keep working. Absolutely. Because we pulled it off. Absolutely. Just, just about. Just about, my friend. <laughs> we got it done. And we're preparing ourselves for anything else that might happen in the future to make sure we can always get it done. There's a lot of naive... Naivety and misunderstanding as to what manhood entails, and as a consequence, womanhood as well. I see a lot of people on the internet complaining about women and talking about all the problems with women. The two genders work in parallel. We're designed to work as a perfect unison. Femininity, true femininity, and true masculinity go hand in hand, and they work perfectly when both genders understand their roles and fall into them completely. It's crazy. I see so many red pill guys, so many guys on the internet, so many men constantly complaining about women, not understanding that if one of the genders is broken, if one side of the yin is broken, the yang is going to break by extension. It's impossible to complain about women and the way women act if men are not acting the way they should act because we're designed to work together. And I think as men, we have most control over ourselves absolute self-accountability. So the best way we can fix the world, the best way we can change or fix women is to fix ourselves, look at ourselves and be the best kind of men we can be. When you see a man who is constantly complaining about women, that's a reflection of him. If every woman he meets disrespects him, he will say women are disrespectful. I would argue he is not worthy of respect because I'll tell you something that a lot of people don't want to hear. I don't meet bad women. Mm. When I'm around women, they treat me with absolute respect. They're extremely feminine. They're extremely soft. They're extremely kind. They let me lead. They let me take control. They let me do what I need to do as a man because they look at me and they respect me. And a woman is a reflection of her man. If I was less of a man, the same woman might treat me in a disrespectful way. But that is down to me who I am. So when I see these men constantly complaining about women and the way women act and women in society, I understand what they're trying to do. But what they don't understand is if they took self-accountability, if the men all took self-accountability and truly became men of honor and capability and bravery worthy of respect, the women would reflect that. The women you interact with will reflect that. I can't meet a bad woman. When's the last time you or I met a woman who talked to us rudely in front of other people or refused to make us a coffee if we asked or disrespected us ever? It's about, you know, you, you can run through the world being a nobody and being lacking in so many different things and try to say that women need to hold themselves to a higher standard or you think you need to hold the women to higher standards. What you need to do is you need to hold yourself to a higher standard because that is a universal unspoken language that people see in themselves from my girlfriend to my friends to my brothers to every relation I have, every single person who knows me knows I hold myself to an extremely high standard. So what are they going to do? Talk to me like shit? Absolutely. And women are a fantastic mirror. Yeah. Fantastic. Women are a mirror to men. 
That's what's so important. People don't understand. Women are a mirror. If you're running into a bunch of rude, ungrateful women, that's God telling you that you need to be a better man. I guarantee some of the women who have treated you terribly, who have disrespected you and wouldn't obey you and wouldn't listen to you and didn't want to be nice to you and didn't want to be soft or feminine or kind or gentle with you would treat me and my brother like gods. Mm. The same woman because of who we are. So it's very hypocritical and it's extremely naive and it's extremely asinine to sit and complain endlessly about womanhood without understanding that it's actually manhood that leads and genuine men who genuinely stand up and have absolute capability will never encounter negative or bad disloyal woman we don't have women we don't no woman cheats on us no woman goes behind our back no woman sells us out no nothing because of who we are as men so once you build yourself womanhood is fixed by default within your world mm -hmm. the women you're going to meet in your world and your reality are going to act perfectly for you because you're worth it and you deserve it if you're wake walking up saying oh women don't act right i hate women women do this women are sluts da -da, that's because you are not the man you need to become if you become the right man i guarantee you that's absolutely not true because the women out there who are genuinely low body count beautiful, soft, kind, feminine, looking for a proper relationship with a man, want to get married, want to have children. They have so much choice. Why would they choose you when they can choose one of us? And also, they deserve a good man. See, people say that we look at women in a derogatory way, but that's completely not true at all. I believe the women who you're talking about, the good women out in the world, deserve a good man. I think the women in the world deserve to be treated nicely, spoiled, uh, sit in on interesting conversations, go to nice places, have the door held open for them, you know, have the car door held open for them. They, they deserve to be sent flowers. They deserve to be treated exceptionally well. So if you're a bum and you are incapable of doing that because you haven't worked on yourself, don't think, oh, why aren't these women looking at me? These women have something wrong with them. They genuinely deserve good men, and there are good men out there. So if you can't run into those women, yeah, it's absolutely 100% your fault. You can only fix yourself. As men, I assume most of you watching this is men, are men, we can only fix masculinity and manhood. And by extension, because the genders work in absolute parallel, if manhood and masculinity is fixed, femininity and feminine, the feminine world will be fixed by extension and automatically. You see it when you see a real G with his woman, you see how perfectly they work together naturally. And that's because the man is the right kind of man, not because the woman is the right kind of woman. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very asinine, Pestilator, my friend. I think it's extremely asinine when I see people constantly complaining about females on these streams and complaining about how women act and what women do. When I look at their characteristics and their quality, their qualities as a man, even I know they're not shit. So you think a woman doesn't know? A woman has evolved to intrinsically understand the man she is with is responsible for her safety and she must trust him with her life. If she knows you're nothing but bravado and a big mouth, if she knows all you do is talk and you haven't truly lived it and you've never put your life on the line, why would she respect you deep in her heart? Women are not stupid. They have intuition and they can look into your eyes and they can look into your soul and they can see if you are the man you pretend to be. And this so, is the same with uh, this. This also translates to men men and male friends and male relationships, which are just as important in a man's life than female relationships. Let me tell you a story that I, I don't think we even planned to tell you. Uh, we're sitting here in this house. I have 10 men in this house yeah. from guys who cook, guys who clean, probably 15 actually, guys who cook, uh, ladies who clean. I have uh, my security guards, my cameramen, my friends. Andrew misplaced uh, a <coughs> piece of jewelry, let's say. A piece of jewelry, And that yeah. piece of jewelry cost $300,000 and Andrew misplaced it. So with this misplaced piece of jewelry, we spent nine days searching everywhere in the house for it. Not once did it cross our minds 
not once did it cross our minds that somebody had taken that. Why? Because I know I command respect from the people around me, and I know that they get respect from me in return. I wasn't 1% worried, didn't think in the back of my mind that anything had gone wrong, and you did eventually find it. It was inside a boxing glove somewhere. I don't know. God knows how it got there. But um, yeah, it also translates to the, to the, to the male world. If you're talking about your friends, uh, you need to really look in the mirror. If you're, you're saying, oh, my friends steal from me, my friends try on with my girl, uh, $20 went missing from my wallet when I was asleep when my friends were over, that's a reflection on you, not the people you hang around with, because I guarantee even some of those same men who are snaking you, if they were privileged enough to be in my circle of friends, wouldn't dream of snaking me. Absolutely not really true. Absolutely not really true. So we're going to start. When we're talking about high value men and we're talking about how important all this is, I hope you're all catching notes. We're going to start with charisma because what I know is a lot of people, especially online people or people I meet in general life, they lack charisma. They lack that magic. Mm, they may bark. scream at a screen and they may be clowns. Being a clown and having charisma are very different things. I can sit very calmly and talk for six hours and get 100 million views in a very calm way. And that is done via charisma. My charisma is the reason most of you are watching me here today. My charisma is a superpower which has allowed me to live the best possible human experience. And I will teach you all how to, ha how to have charisma exactly like me. Charisma which is magnetic and magical to females, which makes men respect you, and which makes any interaction, especially in business or anything re regarding money, far easier and more obtainable. Mm. So we're going to talk about charisma overall. Charisma is basically likability. The ability to make people feel good to care, to be in your presence, to want to be around you and to want to engage in conversation with you. I don't know if many people understand that I must answer not 0.1% of the messages I get per day. Yeah. Everyone wants to talk to me. Hey, Everyone. Hey, hey Tristan, I just need some advice. Men, I, women. I, I couldn't possibly reply to these. Thousands of messages a day on every single app, thousands of emails, hundreds of letters per day. Everybody wants to engage with me because I am ultimately and utterly important, of course. I am respected, yes, but I'm also brutally charismatic and everybody wants to have a piece of my time. That allows me to sit and analyze and pick and choose which people I believe are beneficial for me to speak to, which people People I know are also very high value men and deserve my time. I have choices. And when you have choices, you're always going to optimize your social circle over time by reducing the chaff and spending more time speaking to people who can also provide you value. So charisma is extremely important. How you have charisma, first, firstly, are some basics. One of the most basic things is honor. You must do what's right because it is your duty and for that alone, not because you benefit from it. Not because you gain from it, because it is your duty. Mm -hmm. Tristan and I do many things to our detriment, like talk on the internet. We don't need money. We don't need to help you. We don't need to save our, your life to our detriment. But we believe it's our duty to educate people because we understand we have a massive platform and a lot of young boys are looking up to us and there's a lot we can teach. And also your word is your duty. I have said I'm not going to quit. I have said I'm going to keep talking. If I say something, I do it. So your word immediately becomes your duty. Never break your word and never go back on what you said. Absolutely. Honoring your word is part of honor as a whole. That's the whole point of honoring your word. You have to know how to be reliable, dependable, and loyal. And most importantly, you can never stab anybody in the back. You can never be a snake because one, I swear if you betray somebody and you're a snake, it's like a stench, which 
follows you for the rest of your human years. Anybody who does business with me, and I've done business for 20, 30, 40 million dollars, will do it on a handshake. They don't care about the contract because Andrew Tate shook their hand and they can smell on me that I am not the kind of man who's going to snake them over money because I've never done it. If I've ever snaked anyone over money, I would have some degree. My aura would change color and people would see it on me. Mm. You can't be a snake. You cannot stab people in the back. You can't do these things, especially in the masculine realm, because we have evolved to detect treachery. Please understand the most disgusting thing in the masculine world is a traitor. We talk about it all the time because treachery cannot be protected against. It's from the people you trust, which means it's always going to be a critical hit. It's always going to be extremely dangerous to you. So if you don't have the ability to detect snakes, you're going to end up in trouble in life. And I think men have evolved to be able to detect snakes. So when you do snakish things, something follows you and people see it. It's why that guy's career is over. That guy who tried to snake us and do that hit piece on us, the DNG. His career is now effectively over. Over. Completely. Oh, Mr. DNG. Yeah. Oh, the DNG. Don't no. forget, guys, if you go to topg.com, you can buy a DNG t-shirt. You can give it to any DNGs in your life. And every time you buy one, the original DNG, Matt Shea, the original DNG gets an email to let him know that a DNG t-shirt has been purchased to his yeah. personal email address. So his career is over, not because he attacked you, because he's attacked many people in his past. It, it, I think his career is completely over now because everyone saw the disingenuous, snaky way he went about things. Yeah. And, and we called it. We predicted it. We sat him right here on the emergency meeting couch beforehand. And I said, you are a snake and you are going to snake us, and you have no honor. And he said, no, no, I'll be fair. That's why his career is over, because everyone saw that. Not because he made a hit piece. Lots of people have made hit pieces or tried to make hit pieces. No one gives a shit. But he sat here to our faces, and he lied. He said, I'm going to do a nice, honest, fair piece of journalism on what you guys are doing in terms of the test, the event with the war room. And then he had some imaginary people in there telling imaginary stories about imaginary crimes that never fucking ever took place completely was like well he lied to their faces that's why he's done that's I, why he's finished that's why he can't tweet anything ever on his twitter without five thousand people saying where's the chocolates dng because he's, he's a dng yeah his, his career is done it's over i don't know how he's ever going to recover from that he can't snake dishonesty snakery dishonesty and treachery is always going to be despised and disgusting to men and also by extension women yeah i'll give you an example the reason harry the reason harry and megan argue all the time the reason megan hates harry and you could sit them down in front of a thousand therapists and they'll never be told the truth but andrew tate the top g top striker number one most compendious intelligent person on the planet knows the truth because i understand human interaction absolutely and utterly and i'll tell you why megan can't stand harry because harry sold his family out for money and megan told him to do it and he still did it and although she instructed him to she is still disgusted by seeing a man and commit treachery, high treason on the royal family. A woman will sit there and go, I told you to betray your family and you listened, but now you're a snake. How can I trust and love a snake? Uh, how can you want to build a family with that man? How can you want to be spend the rest of your life with a snake, with a traitor? Never. So by complying, by giving her what she thought she wanted and what he thought she wanted, he destroyed his own self-image in her eyes and she will never respect him. Humans hate treachery and that's why it's so important if you want to be charismatic like i said earlier you need to have honor doing what's right because it's your duty you need to honor your word you need to be reliable dependable and loyal and never stab anybody in the back because no matter how smart you do it no matter how much money you make for doing it no matter how smart you are thinking you never get caught it's like a stench that will follow you and i guarantee if any of you come up to me on the street you see me on the street and say hey top g can i get a picture etc if you've ever sold your soul or betrayed your brother or betrayed a man you knew for some pussy 
or talk to your friend, your best friend's girl, or tried to fuck your friend's ex, or any of this dumb shit. I will smell it on you. I will instantly be able to tell you are a worm because I have those levels of detection, and so do most humans. Do not betray people. It is never worth it in the end. Another way. Well, treachery carried the most harsh sentences in every single culture all around the world. Let's talk and, about that. And a good note, because like you said, you you said this about uh, male leadership. These cultures, the Ming Dynasty and the Aztecs, didn't meet each other. The Greeks, the Persians, the 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 Samoans, the uh, the headhunters of Papua New Guinea. You could not be a traitor in any society ever without death. You have to kill the traitors. You must get rid of them. You must expel them completely from the world. Got him. You got the Matrix agent. Got him. Got him. Too fast. But yeah, the, the, the sentence for treachery was death. Nice. Always. In, in almost every single society. There's no way you could open the gates to the enemy. You could send messages to the enemy. You could give away your position as a, as a, as a military man. If, you, if you're a traitor, look at the movie 300. Yeah. Why do they lose? That traitor. No one respects traitors. And like you said, you made a fantastic point. In every single civilization since the dawn of time, the most heinous and disgusting torture methods and punishments were always for traitors. Yeah, so all you could do... High treason! All you could do today is to expel them absolutely and utterly from your life. You cannot expel them from the world anymore because we live in a civilized society, but you need to have absolutely zero interaction with anyone who's ever betrayed you, even for a little bit. If someone steals $100 from you once... It doesn't matter. The least attractive female to me on the planet is the ex of my friend. I don't care how gorgeous she was. And my friends have gorgeous girlfriends. I, and I don't care how beautiful, beautiful she is. And I don't care how nice she is. And I don't care how badly she wants me. You've been with one of my friends or somebody I know. I can't explain how unattractive you are to me because you're, my soul. You're dead to me. My, yeah, you're dead to me. My soul is not worth selling for some sex. I refuse to do. I will not be a coward or a traitor just to get my dick wet. That's not who I am. And the fact that so many out here even contemplate that is disgusting. And also another thing that's very important, if you're hanging around with snakes, you're probably a snake yourself. Yeah. Because if you weren't a snake yourself, you'd have high value friends. And the reason you can't have high value friends is because they can smell you're a snake. So you end up having to hang around with snakes. If you become a better man and you stop putting anything above your honor, about above your creed, above your respect to your ancestors and to your last name, you're going to have friends that do the exact same thing. I'll tell you something now. Me and my boys, the war room, Tristan, my friends, I could leave my girlfriend in a prison cell with them for 20 years. Nothing will happen. I would bet my life Ever. on it because I bet my life on it because that's how we operate. We operate honor first. And most of you men don't have that out there. And then you wonder why women look at you and think you're a little bitch. And then you sit there and complain about women as a whole and say women are disrespectful. Well, I'll be, on I'll be honest with you. Most of you deserve absolute disrespect. If you were a better man, if you were the man you were supposed to be, they wouldn't be disrespecting you. You built yourself into a fucking coward. You're hanging around with a bunch of snakes. You are a snake. And you wonder why women don't have anything to do with you. Well, you deserve me, it. Let me give you a hypothetical situation. The hypothetical situation is this. You're in a police interrogation room while your friends are in a cell. They've been questioned by the police before you. They've been interrogated before you. And the police say something stupid. Andrew, I'm, I'm not sure if you could relate to this. Like, oh, well, your brother's already told us about your crimes. Now, obviously, there's no crime, so it's a very easy thing to uh, dismiss. But that, if a policeman ever looks me in the eyes and says, oh, you better tell me something because your brother's already talking, I'll just be like, oh. Jesus, really? You're going to have to try You're harder than that. You're going to have to try that. harder than that. You're going to have to try have, so yeah, much harder so than much that. So much harder than that. You have a 0% chance. Yeah, Andrew's making up crimes I committed and telling you. Yeah, sure. Or even if I did commit a crime, let's say there was a bank robbery and they took me in and they said, well, you better tell us about the bank robbery because your brother's already told us it's you. I'd be like, sure. Oh, sure. 0%. 0% chance that would be true. And 
Look at your friends. Do you have that same 100% confidence? It's not even confidence. It is certainty that if I had robbed the bank and Andrew knew, and the police told me that Andrew told them that I robbed it, I know with 100% certainty that that's not true because you need certainty in those situations because it's life or death. Absolutely, it's life or death, and you need certainty, and a lot of certainty comes from, one, testing your circle, and God will give you those chances to test your circle, but also being certain within yourself, because if you're truly certain within yourself, you don't have the ability to detect whether other people are certainly about it unless you are certainly about it. Takes one to know one. Real recognizes real. When you're truly a G, you can spot if somebody is truly a G. If you're faking it, you're going to fall for people who fake it, Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so important. Another thing I want to say is that real men are not brutes. We are not cavemen. This idea, I see a lot of people online talking like cavemen, talking like brutes. And what they're trying to do is they're masking any kindness they have, and they're afraid to be soft. They think they have to talk like a rude caveman to people because they don't have any genuine bravery. And what they're trying to do is make up for bravery. Mm. If you are a brave man and men know you are brave and you've done brave things and women know you are brave, And they know that if you're afraid, you will act anyway and do the right thing you're supposed to do to honor your ancestors and honor your bloodline. If they know that even if you are afraid, you will still make the brave choice and live with honor, then you don't have to be a caveman to women. You can be the nicest man on earth. You and I are extremely polite, extremely kind, and nobody thinks we're a bitch. To everybody. To everybody, especially to females. We're extremely nice and extremely kind, and nobody thinks we're punks, and nobody thinks we're a bitch because they know that we are brave. If you've done genuinely brave things, you then get to go through the world and be an extremely nice person and nobody will take you for granted. You're seeing a home saying nice guy finishes last. If you're nice to people, they take you for granted because you've never done anything brave. Yeah. If you act you have to earn bravely, the position to be nice without a- being disrespected. Absolutely. If you- all you have is being nice, is all if all you have is sucking up, then yes, you absolutely look like a bitch. But when people know that you are capable of much greater things than just being nice, when people know you are capable of being cruel and capricious and mean and violent, and then you're nice to everybody, that's a whole different thing. Absolutely. And then your niceness is respected because if you're nice because you have no choice but to be nice, then it's not a choice. That's your default mode because you have no other capabilities. If you do genuinely brave things and you live a genuinely honorable, brave life, you get to be nice to everybody and they are nice to you back. And all of a sudden you seem to have very nice relationships and a very nice reality. We are very nice to every female we ever speak to. And they are all nice to us. I thought women were broken. If I meet a woman in Miami, I meet a woman in Mauritius. I meet a woman anywhere on the planet. You can name it. Doesn't matter. They're all nice to me. And I am nice to them. If women are so broken, how come every female I ever interact with is exceptionally nice? You are broken. You are broken as men. Women are not broken. You are broken. And women are waking up, looking around at the men around them saying, why should I treat any of these men with respect? They're all cowards. They're all liars. The ones who want to come across as high value are nothing more than big mouths. They're sitting there running their mouth with no genuine capability, insulting people, belittling people, being rude, and they think that makes them high value. What have they done that genuinely makes them brave? What honor do they display? How do they make their ancestors proud of them? How do they show God they are the best possible versions of themselves? They don't do any of those things, and they're sitting here telling me that women are broken and I should be submissive to him. Why would I be submissive to an idiot like that? It's not women. It's completely and utterly your fault. Lots of men think they need to be little women to assert their manhood. And that's not the truth. 
You never need to belittle a woman to assert her, your manhood. If I meet a woman, a brand new woman, and I, I end up in love with her, she's going to get flowers. She's going to fly on private jets. She's going to be in five-star hotels. She's going to be driving around in a Bugatti. She's going to be living the best possible life. I'm not going to belittle her. I'm not going to insult her. I'm not going to call her names. I'm not going to try to make her feel bad about herself. But you know who will? People on the internet. People on the internet because they know deep down they're insecure and they have no real world achievements. I don't have to do those things. I can be the nicest man in the world. And if she doesn't treat me with the respect I deserve, then of course, all of those things will end. But she will be naturally inclined to treat me with the respect I deserve because she knows that I am nice by choice, that I'm an extremely brave and capable man. And she feels genuine respect for me in her heart. And it's that genuine feeling which can't be replicated. So I want you to write this down if you're fans of mine, because if you follow me on Twitter, I assume you're a fan of mine until you do something very, very stupid. I'll post a opinion, controversial or not, and people will start replying underneath. And girls will reply. Some of the girls are OnlyFans models. Some of the girls are Playboy models. Some of the girls are models in general. Some of the girls are just kind of e-girls with big Instagrams, etc. And people who, I guess, pretend to be fans of mine or pretend to listen to what I say because they follow me on Twitter, attack these women. Oh, fuck you, prostitute. You know, we see your ass on Instagram. You're worthless. You're classless. You're this. Look, you can hold your opinions on people as much as you like. I'm not going to tell you what opinion to have. But what I am going to tell you is that if you are a fan of mine and you find yourself attacking people you don't know on the Internet, then don't even follow me. Honestly, don't unfollow me immediately. I don't care if I lose one million followers because you're not a fan of mine. Be polite to everybody and don't judge people, especially people you don't know. Absolutely not really true. A lot of people I see are also talking like women are the enemy. Women are not your enemy. They're the best thing about life. They're the best thing about life. They can give you children. There's nothing better than having a woman who is truly in love with you, who truly cares about you. When you're sick, you don't want your boys. You want a woman. Yes. There's nothing better than waking up with a woman who would do anything for you. There's nothing better than walking around the house and catching a woman just staring at you just because you're built like fucking Hercules. Trust me. I'll tell you. There's nothing better about it. Women are not your enemy. The idea of never having a woman who adores you and never having children raised in a household with a woman who is feminine and a man who is masculine is your enemy. Yeah. You should be afraid of never having a future of a wife who truly loves you and never having children who truly respect you and never being capable enough to know that you have security within your relationship. And that is your enemy. And that's not terrifying. women. That's terrifying. And it can happen to you no matter who you are. If you're stupid enough to think that all you need is, for example, money. All you need is money. And if I have money, I'm going to have a, a wife who loves me and respects me. I'm going to have happy children. No, you're going to find a girl who uses you, who uses your bank balance, who cheats on you behind your back, who leaves you for another man. Money isn't enough. Strength and fitness isn't enough. Intelligence isn't enough. Wit, charm isn't enough. You need to at least be trying, trying in every sphere to better yourself in every way. You can't just lean on one pillar. That's we, not going to hold a roof up. Completely. We talk about the fact that 60% of men are sexless incels. And people go, oh, it's so hard for men today. And I agree it's hard. And my answer has always been you need to become a top-tier male because if you're not a top-tier male, you can no longer compete in the hyper-competitive world. Why should they want you? Why should they want you? The reason you're a sexless incel is because you're not a nice person. You're rude, you're abrasive, you have no real-world skills, and you feel inferior, so you try and project that onto women, and you know that a woman wants a man she sees as above her, but you don't have anything that makes you above her, so the only way you can feel better about yourself is to belittle her, to lower her status, so that you can feel above her, and that will work temporarily, but it will never work on a long enough time frame. If you don't upgrade your character and become a man of genuine capability, the only choice you have to make a woman feel submissive to you is to belittle her as a person. How long can that possibly last? 
How real can that real that be? Especially if she's beautiful and all these other men out here are telling her how valuable she is. Sooner or later, she's going to leave for a man who respects her value and she's going to get rid of you. And then you're going to wonder why you're sitting there heartbroken. All these men who are sexless incels deserve it. Yep. You completely and utterly deserve it because as a man, you get to build your character. You're born with no value and you get to decide who you want to be. And you could have been the most important man in the world. You could have trained hard and been strong and worked hard and been rich. You could have been charismatic. You could have had honor. You could have done the right things. And you decided not to do those things. You decide to sit on the internet and bitch and complain about women all day. And you wonder why you don't get any. Or even worse, make an account dedicated to hating on people who women do like, like us. There are accounts dedicated to me saying I'm going to jail, trying to prove a case that doesn't exist. Accounts dedicated to me with cartoonish pictures of me as their profile pictures, just hating on me all day long and jumping on any woman who tweets on me to insult her for engaging with me. That's not going to improve your life. That's not going to improve any your life at all. If you really hate me that much, if you're listening and you really hate me that much and you want to want to and you think you're going to run an account that's going to criticize me and attack me in every way and i'm somehow going to get mad about it i'm not mad i feel sorry for you if you truly hate me the best thing you could do is ignore me completely it really is because you're giving me power you can't drag strength you can't drag women down below you and another thing you certainly can't do which is going to fail even more monumentally than trying to drag women down is dragging men above you down you can't drag men like us down because the men above you don't give a fuck we don't give a fuck you and you know who else doesn't give a fuck Women. Women, we have just gone through the largest matrix attack in human history, being accused of human trafficking, which is a heinous and disgusting crime committed against women. And all we get are thousands of love letters each week from women. women. So you can't sit and try and convince the world we're bad people when women will always want us. Real they won't want real. you. Real recognizes real. They know the, tr- the strength of our heart. They know the truth of our convictions. They understand we have options and choices. We have absolutely no reason to hurt a woman because we're not desperate. It is the fat, loser, lonely incel that rapes a woman because he has no choice. Mm-hmm. We have all the choice in the world. Why would we hurt a woman when we have unlimited choices of women who genuinely want to spend time with us? So when you sit as a man and you're trying to belittle women, That's asinine, but even more pathetic and less likely to succeed is trying to drag the alphas, the truly important men down so that you feel as a higher status because women won't buy it. They don't buy it. They're very smart. They have intuition. They know you're the punk because you're obsessed with the more important man. And you know what? When I, when I meet smart, uh, intelligent, successful, cultured men, I've never met one who dislikes me when Tucker Carlson was here. Screw the interview. We, we sat around for four or five hours afterwards just smoking cigars. The other day I was with, I'm, I'm not going to say his name, but the husband of Candace Owens. I sat there for three hours with him. And he's just, and he's a very, very smart, well-to-do, intelligent, sharp, worldly man. And me and him had a great conversation and shook hands like best friends by the end of it. Every man worthy of respect respects other men at the top. Oh, yeah. Real recognizes said, real. Yeah, all the, uh, 100% of the time. So I don't care what somebody on the internet really has to say about me. And it doesn't bother me and it doesn't drag me down. All you're doing is waving a big red flag in the air saying, look at me, I am a loser. And and that's why you're all anonymous, by the way. The men who make videos hating on me, and I don't watch any of them because I have a very busy life. I don't watch any of them. But if you're a full grown man and you're making a video trying to disparage me, the truth is, you know, I'd kick the shit out of you. You know, I'm richer than you. You know, I'm smarter than you. Everybody knows that every woman knows it. You know it. And that's why you feel inferior, which is why you make videos about me. And I don't make videos about you which is why I don't give a shit about what you say and I don't even watch your videos. I don't care. Whereas you're obsessed with constantly trying to drag me down because you know you are my inferior. Well, I said this when I was in jail. I got out of jail and someone sent me some clips of some big fat dork. I'm not even going to say his name laughing at the fact we were in jail. And I was like, I'm not in jail. He's in jail. And the girl who sent it to me goes, what do you mean he's in jail? I said, look at him. Look at him. He's, he's 120 pounds overweight. He has a woman who hates him. He's much poorer than me. He's sitting there online every day 
you know, glued to his podcast to make super chats to pay his bills. He's more in jail than I will ever be. Correct. I'm standing in my cell. Muscular, fit, strong. My mind is free. My mind is open. Thousands of women writing to us in jail telling us they love us. Thousands of women sending us letters to jail saying they love us. So keep in mind, you are, a lot of the people who hate on me, you are more in prison than I have ever been. I'd rather be me in a prison cell than you in your life because your life is more of a prison than me being in prison. Some idiots will tweet to me, oh yeah, well you're on house arrest. I can go outside and do whatever I want. Whatever you want, you got no money, you got a shit car, you live in a crappy town, no one likes you and no one wants to talk to you. What are you going to do? Take a walk around the neighborhood? What? what, what? Oh, and I'm locked in my nine-bedroom mansion with my pool and my friends and my chefs and my butlers, you know, with access to the internet with hundreds of thousands of people listening to me when I speak. Oh, you can go outside and do whatever you want. You can't do whatever you want. When I'm free from house arrest, I can do whatever I want. I can go on a private jet and go to Timbuktu if I want. I can do whatever I want. You don't know what it's like to be able to do whatever you want. And if me standing around in my house, walking from place to place, and I have a woman who would genuinely ride or die, do anything to be with me, and I catch her staring at me in absolute adoration, like you see a starving man stare at a meal. When I catch a woman who is completely in love with me and she is beautiful in a way that most men would die to even speak to, that is true masculine essence. You would dream. You these, would dream. These losers would dream to be in this house they, the, with our bank balances and our influence and our bodies and our minds and the knowledge that we know with the women who we have, with the friends who we have. They would dream in their wildest imaginations. They can't even fathom what that would be like. So don't tell me I'm arrest. I, I'm under arrest. You're under arrest. You put yourself under arrest and you are a, in a self-imposed prison with self-imposed handcuffs on you at all times. I am always free. Absolutely. And it's the amazing thing about it is as a man, any of you can become this high value. You're not born this way. We weren't born this way. We were just braver than you. We worked harder than you. That's why all these people who make these hating accounts, there's obviously different levels. You've got complete losers and you've got middle losers. And the middle losers are the most arrogant. So go, I'm not a loser. Compared to me, you are, my friend. You Sorry. are a loser. Sorry. The world knows it. I know it. You know it, which is why you're making videos in the first place. And you could have been better if you were a little bit braver. But you were a coward and you decided to focus on your YouTube channel while we focused on taking genuine, brave endeavors and became men of importance and men of capability long before we appeared on the internet, which is why we own the internet, which is why we're the most important brothers on the planet. So as a man, you can go out there and become the kind of man which eludes natural charisma. Five years of hard work. Five Anyone years of hard work. Five That's all it takes work. for a Any lifetime, for a lifetime of respect from your peers, for a lifetime of living true in your heart and true to God because you know you're acting with honor, for a lifetime of love letters from women. I can't imagine for a second being lonely. You could take away any female I've ever interacted with in my life. It would take me less than three seconds to find a new one. All I have to do is open the love letter and reply to one of them. They all have phone numbers and pictures and kisses on them. All I have to do is send a text. It would take me three seconds. It's unbelievable how desperate women are for genuine masculinity in the world. You can't say women are broken. If they were broken, they wouldn't want men like us. The fact that they are desperate for men like us shows that the men are broken. It is the men's fault. And I actually love hearing from my fans. Look, Tristan, my relationship with my girlfriend has vastly improved. You know, she wasn't that interested in me. I thought I was going to lose her. I thought we were going to break up. You know, when I hear from women saying, look, my sons are doing so much better in life. You know, it's 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 not it's a it's a virus that we are spreading the virus of masculinity, the, the virus of traditional mindset and traditional masculinity that we're spreading that everyone's scared of because I hear it all the time from women 
and men about how their relationships have improved and about how they are living closer to their true imperatives as human beings just from listening to very basic stuff that we say. And it's amazing how many lives we change. And that's why I'm never going to quit. And that's why I'm never going to give up on anybody. They're going to have to shoot me if they want to shut me up. So you need to stop hating on us, on us and stop hating on women. And truthfully, your time is better spent investing in social savvy, diplomacy, utilizing your opportunities online and in person to speak to women, to build your communication skills. Everyone's seen that meme where the high value guy says, hey, you look beautiful. And she's like, thanks. And the dork says, hey, you look beautiful. And it's a HR issue. Everybody's seen that, right? Because it's about the person who says it. That's what life is all about. It's not always about what you say. It's about who says it. You know, when I, when I was young and when I was a bit younger and single and I still had Instagram, People would ask me, hey, Tristan, what's your what's your Instagram opener? If you see a beautiful girl on your messenger, everyone's done it. You know, I was in my 20s once. What's your opener? And I said, it's high. And they were like, oh, well, what do you mean? I wrote this funny line saying, hey, if you were uh, on a date with me, how many marshmallows could you? It's some stupid line. I was just like, mine's high. Mine's high. And they replied to me. Of course. And they meet me. Men like us can just say hello. Hello. Oh, hi. Done. Because it's <laughs> not my about opener. Hi. It's not about what you say. It's about who you are. Mm. I want to clarify something I said before. I said men are superior to women and it's not completely wrong, but it does lack very important nuance. Yes. It's taken out of context a lot. Because it. it depends on the individual and this needs to be clarified. A superior man is superior to all men and women. Mm. A superior woman is superior over all average men and other women. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the top tier of life is a superior man, but you're not just superior to women that you're superior to everybody. You have more capability than everybody. There's not a man you can put me in a room with who I'm not. I don't consider myself more capable than in basically every realm, every metric you can measure. Humanity has the science to possibly detect. I am superior. I'm not arrogant. I'm just talking about lived experience. As I say, a superior man, I'm not saying men are superior to women that are not by default, if you're a normal dude and you think you're superior to women, you're going to be very mistaken. And that's why you're lonely. Mm. A superior man is superior to most of his peers. He's superior to most all men he meets. And a woman, I've had women say to me, you know, the number one thing I get women say to me, they say, you know what I love about being with you? I don't have to think. Things just happen. I'm just on a jet. I'm just in a five star. I'm just in a Bugatti. We're just going to a beautiful place. How did you find this hidden lake? Why are there roses? You just, life just happens. I don't have to think. She gives me absolute trust. She sees me as her superior in some regards. She's my superior in other regards. Women are better at different things than men. But when I say men are superior to women, I'm not talking about the fact that just because you're born with a dick, you're superior to females. That's absolutely not really not true. That's not true. You have to earn that right. But top tier men have always been, have always been uh, the most respected and the most beautiful thing about a lot of societies. You look at the classical masters who used to sculpt, Michelangelo, etc. the Greek sculptors, the marbles of, uh, of ancient Greece. Who did they sculpt? Warriors. Big, strong men with muscles and swords and shields, the people who defend society. It's a really, really beautiful thing. And that's why all my friends are exactly the same way. Everyone who I meet and I get along with is exactly the same way. And um, yeah, so advice for the haters, find something better to do. Work on yourself because I'm fine. Don't worry. I don't need another hate account. It just boosts my ego more and I, I'm actually okay. I'm doing all right, which brings me to a super chat, actually. Robert asks, how important is ego? Ego is extremely important. It's either a superpower or it's your detriment. If you have an ego that you work hard to justify, then it is a superpower. If you're egotistical and say, I deserve the best possible version of humanity and I want people to respect me, so I'm going to live a life and do things that make it impossible to disrespect me. 
I'm going to get in the cage and I'm going to win all my fights and I'm going to work hard and drive the best car and I have a nice big apartment and I'm going to have important friends that allow me to do very important things and I'm going to live a life of freedom because I believe I deserve that. That is a healthy ego which can help any man on earth. If you have an ego without those justifications, mm. an ego you don't want to justify or have never justified and believe you're just special just because you have YouTube followers that's, or you have a big mouth. That's toxic masculinity. Absolutely. That's truly toxic. When I see these men and they have a few million followers on YouTube and they think they're something, but really, truthfully, if you walk past them on the street, they ain't shit. They're toxically masculine. They have egos for very little reason but a number on a screen. They don't haven't done anything that's truly or impressive. Less. Or less. They haven't done anything that's truly impressive. They haven't been out there and genuinely shown bravery. They can't sit in a room with me and impress me in nearly any way. They, if when push comes to shove, would fail against other men basically permanently. That is toxic masculinity. So an ego that you work hard to justify is a superpower. An ego which is unjustified is going to hold you back. Mm. So you have to be very careful. Earn ego is ego. You have to earn it. You have to wake up and say, you know what? I am the man. I'm going to show everyone. And then how do you show everybody you're the man? You make the brave choice. What did I say earlier about bravery? How it radiates on you, how it can be seen in your eyes. Mm -hmm. That is how you have an ego which is helpful to your life. And that's how you have an ego which actually genuinely exudes confidence as opposed to exuding insecurity. Next thing I want to talk about. We talk about something you said earlier was very important. And I've said this in many different podcasts that men need to build themselves in every aspect to get women. When I talk about every aspect, everyone understands money and finance and being strong and we talked about charisma, that's important. You also need to be likable. I don't know if many people have noticed that a lot of the people who are attacking women and insulting women and arguing women, especially on the internet, aren't particularly likable. At all. When I sit with women on Watch My Pearl podcast or Watch My Fresh and Fits, I say important things, but the women love me. They're laughing, they're joking, they're touching my arm, they all want to hang around with me. Afterwards, they're asking me to go party. They all ask for my phone number. I say the same things in a likable way. You also need to work on being likable. And that doesn't mean being a bitch. doesn't mean being, being a cuck. It means doing the things we were saying earlier about exuding honor and bravery, et cetera. But being likable is a superpower. You need to work on yourself in all realms. Yes, your physical capability. Yes, your financial resource. Yes, your network. Yes, you need to have stories. You need to be charismatic. But you need to be likable as a person. I don't see many people on the internet right now who are men teaching men how to be men who are actually likable mm. i see a bunch of bitches complaining want to be tough guys want to be want to be tough guys big mouth without reason whole bunch of dudes just fucking complaining all day about women screaming at a microphone acting like clowns acting like children they're not likable people you need to be likable in the real world outside of the internet and that is extremely important another thing people say is that women are emotional and men are logical and this is true I'm an exceptionally logical people person, but you need to get through to people. You reach people through emotionality. When I talk, people feel motivated. The number of times people have said, if I listen to your podcast, I end up doing push-ups." Another one. Agent. I didn't get him. Agents. I just actually sprayed our producer in the face with fly spray, but spray that, again. that'll make you insect. Spray again. Don't worry. If insects now bite you, they'll die immediately. So you'll be fine. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, you need to be likable. So let me start my point again. We spray with fly spray and say you need to be like, <laughs> he's, he's a very good friend of ours. It's fine. He's fly proof. Yeah. We talk about you need to prioritize logic over emotions. Yes. As a man, you must be a logical person and women are traditionally emotionally led, but you need to be able to inspire emotions in people. 
People say to me all the time, if I listen to one of your podcasts, I end up feeling motivated. My blood's on fire and I want to do push-ups. No matter what I talk about, right now we're talking about masculinity. In our next podcast, we might talk about conspiracy theories. It doesn't matter what I talk about, but the way I deliver evokes an emotional response. If I can evoke an emotional response in men, imagine how I can evoke an emotional response in a female. Because she's an emotional creature. Mm. You think I can't make a woman feel excited? You can't think I make her want to come and see me or want to spend time with me? That's very important. Yes, you must be ultimately logical, but humans are all emotional, male and female. And you cannot exclude the emotional side of your delivery and the emotional side of your capability and your humanity. And this is the reason well, a lot of men interacting act... Interacting with people in general. Interacting with people in general, you can never ever disregard the emotional side of it. And this is why a lot of men act like cavemen and destroy their kindness because they're scared to show emotionality because they're insecure and they're weak. But if you lose that emotional edge, if you lose the edge of the ability to be emotional or make people feel emotions, then you're always going to be a two-dimensional character. And that's very important. You can't do it. You lack emotionality if you're all about logic. And that means you lack genuine depth as a person. You need some depth as a person. So don't be afraid of your emotions, but control them, use them in the right way. Learn how to make them benefit you. Learn how to turn the right emotion on at the right time. Choose the one you need for the current situation. Mean you can jump around and be happy and have fun and party. And we can also be ex extremely serious and we can decide in real time. Emotions are extremely important. I don't like that lot of men are out here saying, don't feel emotions. No, feel emotions, be stoic, control them, master but them. master them. But you're a human. And as a human, you need to have some degree of emotionality about you. And women will respect you if you have a range of emotions that they can detect that they know are used in the right way at the right capability that you can control that allow you to be the most competitive version of yourself. Don't forget about emotionality as a whole. Go on. There's a mosquito. Fucking another one. Yusuf's unleashed them on the world. It's the producer, isn't it? Yeah, it's him. I'm the producer, but he's like... Wait, backup producer. No, no. I who's the producer here? I'm the producer. There it is. Get it. Okay, he's dead. Is there he, he dead? Is there. He's on the desk. There he is. I'll spray all of our electronic equipment and make this fucking podcast go offline if need be. Get fucked. Get that mosquito. I'll wreck this whole fucking show. And I'm every the, piece. Of and I'm the real producer. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm the producer. Next, I've seen recently men complain about how women want an education and they don't want to have children and they want to go to work and get a career, etc. I understand that point and I agree with it. I think the most important thing a woman can do is be a mother and the most important thing a woman can do is create life and it's far more important than selling her soul to woke corp and working her ass off for some company that doesn't care about her. That is true. Yes. Why do women pursue an education and pursue a career. They do that so they don't have to sell themselves effectively to a man they don't respect. I have never met a woman who wants to focus on her career or her education, which she may have had huge interest in when she first met me. Within two months, she doesn't care because she knows I've got it. It's under control. She knows she can trust me. She knows I will help her raise the children. She knows she's financially secure. She knows she's emotionally secure. It's done. 
you cannot blame women for waking up going, I need to get an education. I need to get a job. I need a safety net. Cause I need a safety net because every man around me is an idiot. Every man around me is doing drugs. None of them have any honor. None of them act the way they're supposed to act. Am I supposed to just sell my soul to one of these dipshits and let him pay my bills when he's probably going to run off with somebody else and leave me destitute stranded. And then we complain about single mothers. Well, that's also a huge part of men and masculinity and how men are acting in the Why world are today. The single? Why are the mothers single? So it's very I've never been to my kids com- completely. So you talk about and complain about women needing an education or women following a career. That's because men don't act the way they're supposed to act. If men acted the way they wanted to, uh, men act the way they should, then women would naturally fall into a more feminine role. If you see a woman who's with a man and all she talks about is her career and she's ultra focused on it, that's a red flag. If she truly loved her man, she would have hobbies. She'd have aspirations. She'd have things she'd want to do. Sure. But she'd prioritize her relationship above all of them. So the idea that women shouldn't do these things is asinine because what you're saying is that women now have to sell themselves to sub-tier males to survive. And women are never going to allow themselves to be sold to a sub-tier male. It's going to hurt them in their heart. It's going to hurt them evolutionarily. They don't want to do that. So you, we're looking at the society and we're saying society's sick. Women are chasing education and careers are not chasing making children. That is the man's fault. Yeah. That's all us men's fault. If men were out here and could genuinely take care of a woman, make her happy, make her emotionally secure, spiritually secure, financially secure, she wouldn't have to go to school and work her ass off. You see these women saying, I don't know why that feminism came. I don't want a job. I don't want to work. But what's the alternative? If it's not find a real G, which are few and far between, it's to sell yourself to a sub-tier male. And women are uninterested in that. Yeah. So that's, again, men's fault. Women going to school in the 50s was not about getting a career but becoming an asset for their husband to make their man look good. That's where a lot of this started. A lot of this started with, you know what? I'm going to learn how to be a very fantastic homemaker. or I'm going to learn a hobby, et cetera, to make my man look good and increase my man's status. I'm talking to men right now, but if any women are watching this and they wonder what the secret to making a man happy is, if you increase your man's status, he's more likely to stay with you. Men are in a constant status war against each other. Everything we've talked about so far on this podcast is essentially a status war. We want the fast car, because not because it's quick, but because other people can't afford the fast car. It is status. As a woman, if you give your man a higher status, then he is going to be more interested in you. If you are- Making you happy and keeping you happy? Absolutely, because you are increasing his status to his peers. If you're promiscuous, you don't increase his status. Whereas if you are feminine, kind, soft, other agreeable, other men can't have you, you're beautiful, perhaps you can sing, you can cook, whatever, you're now going to make your man look better by being with you. And for that reason, he's going to want to keep you because you increase his status. Women are not interested in chasing down these careers in woke corp. In many ways, it is an act of desperation because there are no men out here which provide the safety net they feel they need that allows them to be comfortable to put their life in your hands. If a woman has your child, she is putting her life in your hands. You have children. I have children. Every woman who decided to have our children knew that her life was in our hands. Have we ever disappointed? Never. Have we ever disappointed from a Romanian jail cell? Nope. Never. The rent was paid. The jet they wanted was on the runway. They have been taken care of head to toe. When they were sad, they could call us. Spiritually taken care of, financially taken care of, emotionally taken care of, head to toe. That is our job as men. And for that reason, they felt secure in the idea of having our children. They're not interested in going to school and chasing a career, et cetera, because they found a man they know they can trust with their lives. Having a man's child is giving up your life for that man. As a woman, as a man, we can see the child go away to war, come back. As a woman, that is your life. 
I think it's crazy. I see all these podcasts and men are constantly complaining that women just want to go to school and just want to have careers. That's because men are failing them. Men are failing. That's the reason why. And as men who have absolute not our self-accountability, who's who, what can we affect? What can we change in society to make sure that women look at the world in a different way? Ourselves. Ourselves. If you genuinely believe that the nuclear family is going to fix the world, you genuinely believe that women should be having children younger, and you genuinely believe that women should be looking to get married and not be promiscuous, the way you do that is to increase your, your value as a man. And men as a whole, if we all did that, society would reflect it. So again, I think it's crazy when I see men constantly complaining about women who want an education and want a job, because if they didn't do that, they have to sell themselves to a sub-tier male. Would you sell yourself as a female to a sub-tier male? Would you put all of your eggs in that one basket? The basket of you? Can you hold them without dropping? Another thing that's really important I want to talk about it is that men need to have respect for women's emotional needs. Because we talk about provide and protect for them, but women are emotional creatures and sometimes they're going to get upset. Yeah, providing is more than just financial. Sometimes they're going to cry. Sometimes they're going to be illogical. Sometimes they're going to be sad. Sometimes they're going to call you and they're going to give you a headache. And you need to be man enough to deal with that and make her feel better. And you need to be stoic enough to not get annoyed by it and just be the rock she wants. The difference between men and women is if I call Tristan with a problem, we start talking about the solution. If a woman calls you with a problem, they don't often want to talk about the solution. They want to complain about the problem first. Yeah, That's the reality of it. So let them complain. Don't get upset about it. Don't scream about it. Don't cry about it. You need to be stoic enough, even though you're busy dealing with your entire empire and you have so much going on. You don't understand why she's calling you over some tiny little issue. You need to be a man enough to make her feel emotionally secure. Women's emotionality cannot be ignored. Because I'll tell you something that's really interesting about men. We're super hypocritical. We complain when a woman acts crazy, right? But as soon as she doesn't care anymore, we're messaging her. Why don't you care? Why don't you love me? Then we want her to be crazy Talking again. Talking shit to your friends like, oh, she's got borderline personality disorder. No, you're just a loser. Completely. So women are going to be crazy when they love you. And as soon as they don't love you, they're going to stop being crazy completely. And then you're going to wonder why she doesn't give a shit at all. So you're going to have to be able to provide a degree of emotional security and emotional safety net. And you do that being stoic enough to understand her moods and deal with her emotional needs without fighting with her all of the time. You don't have to take it so personally. So these are some overviews on how a genuine man acts. I hope a lot of you have been taking notes, but I want to continue to talk about it because I see, I see it on Twitter. People are taking notes. Let's, let's go through the super chats and I've got more. I want to talk about. Um, thank you for changing my life. I hated you both at the beginning, but then I started listening to you. My wife is pregnant when both of you got arrested. I've, I've, so I've named my son, Tristan. You've named your son, Tristan, your son, Tristan. I'm a coin. If that's your Twitter handle, contact me on Twitter. I'll do something nice for you. I'll look after, I'll look after Tristan. I'll start with my college fund. I make those kind of offers all the time, but then people don't message me, but please do message me. Choosing the right man is putting uh, my dream life in his hands. Um, he will decide if the dream becomes a reality. My, my reaction towards him will uh, be based on whether I think he's capable of making the dream come true. Um, these are all just compliments mainly. Thank you for changing my life. DNG Comics is looking very good. DNG in the middle is looking very upset. I'm 40 years old. I'm in the, I'm in the real world. Uh, I'm in, in the investing master, masterclass and my personal fitness. I'm 120. Uh, I was 120 kilograms. Now I'm 98. Uh, what can I do to get a stronger mind? And what are your thoughts on rest? Will it make you lazy? So let's talk about that. A lot of people also are asking us what the war room is. And when I talk about the importance of brotherhood and how you're programmed with the people around you, and I explain that in the war room, we try very hard to ask to escalate each other and to motivate each other by holding each other accountable to masculine excellence. Very high standards. We hold each other to very high standards. Exceptionally high standards. And men have always evolved that way. If Tristan starts to, if I get out of shape, Tristan's going to call me a fat fuck. Yeah. 
That's what he's going to do. And Absolutely. that's what's going to motivate me to get in the gym and to get myself back in shape. We are extremely hard on each other because when you're men, you're supposed to be hard on each other to bring out the best in each other. If you are looking for a group of men, all the things we've talked about so far today, if you're looking for a group of men who are on the journey to become the kind of men we talk about, and also men who are already at the pinnacle, the highest echelons of masculine accountability and capability, that's what the war room is. That's exactly what it is. And they say you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Well, then by extension, why don't you spend your time with anyone other than the kind of person you want to be? Why don't you have a 2000 strong network and you curate your group of friends from there? Everybody with the same values, everybody with the same mission, everybody with the same mindset. I used to say, actually, I used to say that you never make more than five real friends in your life. And without an organization with like the war room, that would be completely true because what you're doing is you're walking through the world and by chance, hoping to run into somebody with the same values as you, with the same strengths as you, with the same goals and missions as you. However, now that the war room has existed, I have as many as 35, 40 real friends, real friends, not the five that everyone says that you're going to get because I'm no longer walking through the world hoping to run into like-minded people by chance, especially as standoffish as I am uh, in real life. No but, snakes, no, no dishonorable snakes, people, nope. no traitors. So let's the question you just asked, ask it one more time. You still on this on the screen? Uh, nope, it's not on the screen. The uh, question you just asked can rest, be answered rest, yeah. by being inside of the war room. Yeah. Let's let's ask it one more time and we'll explain. Here we go. Uh, I'm 40 years old. I'm inside the real world. Uh, the personal training masterclass is helping me a lot to get a stronger mind. How do I get a stronger mind? And what are your thoughts on rest and becoming lazy? That's I'll tell you how you get a stronger mind. Be surrounded by people with strong minds. So that's what the war room is. I mean, I have my friends, the, the five real friends I, I've talked about. I've had friends uh, for, for many, many years, people who you probably know from what you take confidential, people like Peter, people like Rory, people like uh, uh, Marcel, who you see me hanging around with. I've known these guys for 18, 19 years, and I curated my group of friends based solely and mainly on loyalty. And these people are loyal to death, and they will be loyal to me my entire life. But I've also made a lot of new friends recently. Now, obviously, when you have the money that I have and you have the influence that I have, you have to be careful of new friends. But I do not have to be careful within the war room. I know that the people who join the war room are on the same mission as me. So when I hang out with a group of 10 people from the war room who I've never spoken to before, I make one or two new good friends all the time. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to keep meeting new people and uh, keep growing my inner circle because... The men inside the war room are the best men in the world. Tristan said something to me before we started the war room. He said, where is everybody? Where does that come from again? I think that comes from, uh, we're talking about aliens. Where is yeah, everybody? Yeah, it's the, uh, the, the, the something problem. It begins with an F. begins with an F. It will come to my mind in a, in a moment. But essentially, it was uh, astronomers looking around um, for radio signals, etc., and extraterrestrial life out there. He said, where is everybody? Now, before we started the war room, I said the same thing. I said, look, Andrew, we need people by us, just you know, guys who are hardworking, honest, uh, you know, uh, honorable, knowledgeable, smart, 
charming. We know that we need a bigger group of friends and where we can't meet anyone. Where is everybody? Where is everybody who's on the same mission as us? Where is everybody who we could, you know, uh, lock arms with and walk through life together and be a team with? Where are the people who we could form a phalanx with and go and go to war and take on the world? I didn't know where anyone was. I was like, where are they? But uh, yeah, the war room is a magnet that has drawn these men together. And without that, I'd probably still have fewer than five friends in the world. And that's what's so fantastic because a lot of people ask us for the solution to their problems. Well, the war room is the network and the brotherhood you need to make sure that you're living a man in a very accountable way with thousands of men making sure you're the best possible version of yourself. You are the sum of the people you spend the most time with. And everything we've talked about today are things the war room people, war room soldiers intrinsically understand. And alternatively, we also have Hustles University that teaches you how to make the money so you can join the war room. So it's effectively free. You can join Hustles University, do a little bit of work, dedicate yourself and join the war room with money you've made. So it doesn't even cost you a penny. And now you're one, making money. Two, you have a very powerful masculine network. Three, you're being held to accountability and making sure you're the best version of yourself. How are you not going to be in the absolute upper echelons? Let me tell you something. Once you get up here, once you get up here, you'll realize the problem was never women. The problem was never society. The problem was never anything else. The problem was you. Once you become a high value man, you'll realize all the issues stem from you. And we view, don't have any issues. And the view from up here is absolutely beautiful. Like, like I said about being in jail, even in a jail cell. The view from up here is absolutely beautiful. So I'm going to tell everybody about because we're getting a, we just got super chat about Hustlers University. We're going to explain what that is. Hustlers University is something we have made which costs less than lunch, which is guaranteed to teach you 18 modern wealth creation methods that allow you to make money in the modern world. The reason it is so important to make money in the world today is because you cannot resist a slave mind if you are still beholden to a wage. Woke Corp will change their profile picture during Pride Month and they will force you to get an injection you do not want because you have no choice but to pay the bills. Without financial stability and security, you do not have the ability to say no. I can fight the matrix because I do not have to sell my soul for money because I cannot be bought. And trust me, they have tried mm. for 20, 30, 40, $50 million asking me to make my message calmer, change my messaging, and I can be sponsored by X company. I refuse because I do not need anybody's money. My sanity and my soul are not for sale. If you want to be a man who genuinely sticks up for himself and stands by his principles and tells the people in the world the things he believes, you're going to need financial resource to do that, which is why we try and teach everybody who likens with our message, who agrees with us, everybody who is on our team, how to make as much money as possible, because it is very hard to fight the matrix if you are broke. Did you watch the new Tucker episode with Ice Cube? I've watched half of it so Very, far. very good. Ice Cube, exactly the same kind of guy. He turned down $9 million. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's what reminded me. It turned down $9 million. How do you turn down $9 million like Ice Cube did unless you're very successful financially? He's a G. You, he's a G. You can't. He's a, he's a total G. And you can't resist matrix programming if you are poor. That is why it's so important. Not only do you build fortitude physically, but you build fortitude financially and fiscally. It is an imperative to the ability to have your own opinion. Life as a man is not a walk in the park. It's like a video game. You start from absolute nothing. You start from zero. You have no intrinsic value. It's up to you to level up your skills. You work on your fitness, your fighting skills. You work on your finance. You make sure you become important. You have to do something so you're not just the average Joe Smo. You have to do something to become a force to be reckoned with, capable of defending yourself and your family and carving out a reality which is worth living in the world today. You grind, you hustle, you build your money-making skills until you're not just getting by with a nine-to-five boss telling you what to do. You become rich and influential, become a real player in the game of life. You start this game solo, but you can't win it alone. You need a team, a crew that's got your back, who pushes you to be better. No one in history has ever achieved anything important by themselves. Every fighter had a coach. If you went to the moon, NASA was on the ground. You always had somebody supporting you. You had to be part of a team. As the levels of the video game progress, 
You need higher attributes. You need better qualities of your character to succeed and pass the levels and life is absolutely no different. You do not have time to waste. You must increase the capability of your character. You must become a better version of yourself because the game is only going to become harder. That is why you're inside of Hustlers University. The answers are right there. You can go to CobraTate.com and sign up for my completely free email list and get information the information we're giving you in this emergency meeting for free in your inbox every single day. We will teach you how to make money inside of Hustle University and we'll provide you with a network of masculine excellence inside of the war room. The answers to the dream life you have been looking for already exist. All you have to do is CobraTate.com and take a little bit of time, put some agency inside of yourself to actually try and change your life. Let me explain something. I get asked for money all the time. I get countless emails from people begging. If I gave you a million dollars right now, you would not have a sparkle in your eye that women respect. You would not have that depth of your character that men respect. But if I teach you how to make a million dollars and you make a million dollars with your own grit and determination, that million dollars becomes far more valuable because you are a more important person. It's not just about giving a man a fish. It's about teaching a man to fish. And once the man knows how to fish, he has an unspoken aura. Something changes about him that makes that money much more valuable. And it's detectable. And it's detectable. Being a rich dork who just found some money on a crypto pump is not a life worth living. You need to make that money because as you make that money, you learn everything about negotiation, networking. You learn anything about stress and hard work and determination. And it is those things that is going to change your soul and forge you into a man which is respected by your peers and also respected by the females that you're trying to attract. And they're going to look at you in a way where they're going to know, ah, I can actually trust this man. He didn't find this money. He didn't get this money lucky. He earned it. He's the kind of man who never fails and never loses. And that's why it's so important that you earn money. Even if I could give you all a million dollars right now, I wouldn't do it. It wouldn't be good for you. It would be detrimental for you. Most of you are not ready for wealth. You have to go out there and earn it yourselves. We teach absolutely everything on corporatetape.com. Our email list is completely free. Hustle University costs less than the lunch you ate yesterday. We'll teach you how to make money with 18 modern wealth creation methods and the network you're looking for exists inside the war room. We're only halfway through the content I wanted to talk about today but I worry about people burning out and not paying enough attention. Anyone who's been paying attention to this should have taken a bunch of notes. I've seen it on Twitter, so well done to you guys who are tweeting. I can't wait to get all the tweets of everybody who's taken notes. We've only gone through half the content we want to go through. We'll do another emergency meeting in the upcoming days. We'll go through the other half talking about masculine excellence and genuine masculinity. And if you actually implement these things and you pay attention to our stream and you notice everybody else on the internet is either a false, not I don't want to say everybody. No, not everybody. Not everybody, but most people on the internet are just a false version of the man they wish they were because they are missing very key tenets. Why so many men pretend and try to be us, and we all know who I'm talking about, but let me just say, it's a very poor imitation. Completely. very poor imitation because although you could sit on a stream and shout some words and reword our slogans and pretend that you are us, you would not make it in any realm that we have to put up with. You could not sit there with Tucker Carlson or with Candace Owens and her husband, who are wonderful people, and have genuine connection with these people because you are not on their level at all. You could not sit in a Romanian jail cell and get respect from any of the, of, of the, of the prisoners who would, who would likely tear your heads off. You'd probably break down crying. You couldn't do the things that we do. So you're not fooling anyone with your cheap imitation tactics. And hating on us doesn't fool anybody. Believe me. It doesn't fool absolutely anybody. So... We've taught you guys a lot. We're superheroes and superheroes are ultimately capable. And on the content of superheroes, I want to mention something before we go. Can you, do we have any super chats to mention before I talk about superheroes and how Tristan, I just looked at Tristan's computer and he's looking at mansions. Yeah. Where, where even is that? I, I can't, I'll tell you afterwards, but uh, it's, it's a, it's a mansion I want to buy. <laughs> well, I'm looking at mansions literally right now. Yeah. You're looking at mansions. Look at this. this is fucking awesome. It's pretty good. New, new build. It's not as nice as that castle. I looked at earlier. That one to buy. How much is that? 11 million dollars 
chump change. Right. So any super chats before we go on to talking about heroes and heroes absolute yeah. capability? Um, Stripe closed my account for no reason. How do you resist matrix attack in that way? That's a quite good question. I'll tell you. How do you resist closed everything of mine? Yeah, we've been through the biggest matrix attack that history's ever seen. How do we survive the war room? You need to have people you can call. You need to have a network of very hardworking, very smart people who understand how the world works. You're asking me on a stream when you should have people you can call who would fix that. Of course, they closed your Stripe account. The, the Matrix is a fish tank. I explained this in my crypto video. In fact, let me try and get hold of it and I'll play it all for you. The Matrix is a fish tank. Yeah, we'll, we'll end the stream with it. Yeah, the Matrix is a fish tank. And you don't notice the walls until you try and escape. If you just play inside of the fish tank, they don't mind. But when you try and actually become free, you run into these invisible walls. And one of them is the banking system and the payment processing system. Of course, they stop you making money if you're not completely Matrix-minded. If you're a transsexual, you'd allow, be allowed your Stripe account but you're not. You want to be a free-thinking person. You want to make enough money so that you know, are no longer controlled and beholden to a wage of woke corp, and they're going to stop you doing that. And the only way to resist that is to have a powerful network of people who understand how the world truly works, and that's what the war room exists for. So that's your answer. And I talked about this in my crypto advertisement, which I'm going to play. But we're talking about superheroes. You have another super chat to mention? Yeah, and just the amount of value in this emergency meeting has been unmatched. Thank you for everything you guys do. It was an honor speaking to you. I eagerly await your call, Andrew, from Dimitri. I don't know if you know. Dimitri. I know who that is. Wonderful. Perfect. And this is only half the value we want to give. But I want everyone to know that we've launched a comic book because Top G is a superhero. He's a superhero which exists to fight the Matrix and fight all of the Matrix agents. And we now launched a comic book and 20 of them have been signed by me personally. And if you buy some of these first editions, you stand a very strong chance of getting a signed copy. I truly believe that we're on an upwards trajectory. No, not many people understand that although we've already conquered the internet, we've just begun. We're going to be the most famous brothers on the planet for the rest of our human lives. Anything that we do first edition is going to be valuable for a very long time. And this comic book is very likely to be valuable long into the future. You can get more information on topg.com, but I'm going to show you DNG comic. My unmatched perspicacity, coupled with sheer indefatigability, makes me a feared opponent in any realm of human endeavor. Side by the heavy deer. This monkey of fierce anyway. Care how the seller in coffee them. Be a clear chap situation with the help. The Matrix has attacked me. But did the DM near them? Yes, of machine gun trample them at. Be a clear shot. We are superheroes. We are real life superheroes because of the things we've talked about, the likability, the honor, the respect, the bravery, not just because we have money. And that's why if I gave all of you money here today, you still could not be Batman. Here's what we're trying to do. T.L. Jackson, Andrew and Tristan, you guys have helped pull me out of de uh, depression. Sounds cliche, right? No. Six years of alcohol addiction, uh, benzodiazepine, don't know what it is, pharmaceutical addiction, and a four-year relationship destroyed. You pulled me out of depression and saved my life. That is why we're superheroes. Victim mentality has been obliterated. No pills, booze, sex, nothing going on for eight months. I dropped 40 pounds, trained every single day. I feel better than ever. See, these are the people who are helping. This is what superheroes do. I never get any messages from anybody saying, hey, man, I've listened to your content, and now my life is worse. I've not had a single message like that ever, ever once of you. No, and that's some, such a fantastic thing about our fans, and the reason people don't understand we have such a fantastic fan base is we're not interested in petty internet drama. We're not making hate videos. We're not trying to take down other creators. We don't care about any of that crap. 
because that doesn't improve anybody's life. Starting beefs for no reason. Starting beefs. want money. Running our mouths, being clowns. Anybody who follows us and is a genuine fan of our content, their life improves. And if your life improves, you're going to feel an affinity to that brand because they've actually affected you in the real world outside of the internet. And we're the only influencers I can actually name that if you follow us and listen to all the things we teach, your life will become noticeably better. Your, your interactions with people, male and female, will improve. Your physical health will improve. Your energy levels will improve. Your mentality will improve. You'll be a happier person. Yeah. And that is extremely important. So one genuine question, I'll actually answer this. Genuine question from Dana29. Why can't women join the war room? I'll tell you why. It's the reason in Orthodox Christianity that uh, a woman can't be a priest. I don't believe a woman, because I'm a traditional Christian, uh, has any business being uh, Christ's vicar on earth any more than I have business being the Virgin Mary's vicar on earth. Um, women can't join the war room for one, one reason and one reason only. I, I want to help men. I want to help women by helping men and by bettering men. I'm a man. I know how to live as a man. I know how to be a high value man. I don't know much about being a woman. So I wouldn't ever take your money and have the audacity or the arrogance to pretend that I could teach you about being a woman. What I can do is I can make sure that there are men out there who are of high value and men who you can choose and team up with and partner with who are respectable and honorable like me. I'm doing my part. Uh, if you are the type of woman who you think uh, is an archetype, I encourage you to start your own group for women, I guess, and try and teach women all the high value lessons that you know yourself down at 29. But that is not my place here on earth. I'm a man and I'm here to teach masculine values and I'm here to teach boys how to be men. Any more super chats? There's a few of them. Do you think I should end the relationship? My family disapprove, Albanian family, and they don't want us to mix races. Do you want to go down that road? I mean, we're mixed raced ourselves. There's a matrix agent. Well, I, well, firstly, okay, before I kill the matrix agent, we can't answer that question without any specifics. I don't know who this girl is. It's, it's way too dangerous. I don't know who this girl is. I don't know how good she is for you. I don't know how crazy your family is, etc. I don't know. But I believe that if the woman was truly a good woman and you were truly a good man and you were to sit in front of your parents, they're rational enough for you to sit there and say, look, I love her very much. She treats me well. I treat her well. We love each other. And we're going to build a beautiful family. Yeah. I don't think that your parents will be disgusted by that. I'm going to answer one more super chat. Uh, Fred Saren says, can you tell my fat friend Thor to get off his ass and to go to the gym at the moment the EM is over? He's watching. No, I will not. And I'm going to tell you why. You should not be looking to me to guide your fat friend. Um, I believe that the power, see a lot of people do this. A lot of people try to externalize uh, the force that they need to motivate themselves. They think, oh, if Andrew or Tristan Tate were just to tell him, maybe he would. Listen, the world doesn't care if you're fat. I don't care if you're fat. Andrew doesn't care if you're fat. Nobody cares if you're fat. You should care. And if you don't care, then there's no helping you, young man. Uh, what I would say that a lot of people look to me for guidance. They say, look, if you could just answer my question, if I could just interact with you in some way, it's going to improve my life. No, I am not the ticket to make your life what you need it to be. All of the power and all of the potential that you need to be who you want to be is right there in the room with you right now, wherever you're sitting. It's right there in your hands. And you don't need me or Andrew or anyone to tell you what to do because you already know what to do. So go out there and fucking do it. And if you don't, then... Live in life as a loser. Live in obscurity forever because it's not my problem. It's not going to make me, it's not going to lose me sleep at night. And that's what we said earlier about you have to make a choice. You can decide to be fat and just live fat and stay fat. That's fine. If that's what you want to live, and fine care. by me. I don't care. Why there, would I? There has to be losers for there to be winners. And I have no problem with there being losers on earth because I'm going to sit here and perpetually win. And if you are too lazy to go to the gym and become a man of genuine fortitude, when people look at my body, they know I'm a disciplined, motivated person. It's impossible to have a body like mine without being those things. If you want people to look at you and think you're lazy and stupid, because that's what they think of fat people, unfortunately, then you're going to have to sit there and just accept it and think, I don't care enough about 
people thinking I'm lazy to get up and do anything about it. Then stay fat. Women will think you're lazy. I'll think you're lazy. Everyone you interact with for the rest of your life will think you're lazy. And that's fine. You make your own bed, lay in it. Absolutely. This is something I said about the fish tank earlier. I want everyone to, to educate everybody on the fish tank and how the fish tank works. The matrix is a fish tank. We're all swimming in it. And it's not until you try to escape, you will reach the outer perimeter and you will bounce off of an invisible wall. And that's why it's so important that not only you become financially free, but you have a network of free minds. That is why it's so important. You have a link to the free world, the real world. So that when you try to escape, somebody can give you advice on the path to be followed. What is the matrix? Probably the question I am asked most often, and I will describe it to you perfectly. The matrix is a fish tank and you are the fish. Sure, you can explore a little bit. You can go and play in the little house. You can dance around amongst the little plastic plants. You can have a little fish friend. Sometimes they'll give you some food to eat. Life's not too bad in the fish tank. Until you try to escape. If you ever try to surpass the remit of the parameters they have decided for you, you will bump into a glass wall. And the matrix is constructed with glass walls on all sides. Most people are per unaware of this. Most people are perfectly happy to stay inside of the fish tank. They have no idea these glass walls even exist because they're not trying to escape. As a fish, if you do what you're supposed to do, the glass walls will never trouble you. You don't even know they're there. But the second you try to go too far, you try to think too big, you try to be too free, you bump into the glass wall and realize it's not possible. There are many such examples of these glass walls, but I'm going to give you a very simple one. Hustlers University, my school, which teaches 18 modern wealth creation methods. We're an online educational platform which teach people how to make money so they can break free. It's an unfortunate reality that if you want to be free from the matrix, you're going to need money to do that. It's very difficult to do if you're poor. And that is what we teach. Not only the ways to get rich, but also the mindset you should have once you're rich to ensure you're never a slave again. Now, did you know there are particular banks in particular countries which will not allow you to buy Hustlers University regardless of how much money you have in the bank? You can have a million dollars in your debit card. It will not let the transaction go through. Do you know there are countries which prevent you from buying Hustlers University? Entire nations have gone out of their way to find a way to stop you from purchasing access to Hustlers University. Now, this is nothing but testament to our success. You're allowed to buy porn. You're allowed to buy garbage, junk food. You're allowed to buy scams. You're allowed to buy things that do not work. But as soon as something is actually working, as soon as something is successful, as soon as something is committing the capital crime of not only allowing people to escape the fish tank, but showing others exactly how easily it can be done, then it must stop. Then the glass wall appears. Most of you had no idea that banks are extremely difficult to deal with and easily stop people from becoming prosperous on purpose. You've never bumped into a glass wall. Unless you try to escape, you're never gonna know the walls are there. In response to this, we've been extremely creative. We've started our own bank, our own payment process, and we've had to build our entirely own app. Everything is ours because anything that was matrix controlled was used as a weapon to stop us from helping you become free. If we weren't good at what we did, if we didn't teach you exactly how to get out of the fish tank, they never would have put up a wall in the first place. Now, we've reached a new level. Hustlers University accepts crypto. 
Cryptocurrency payments allow you access to the premier online educational tool that exists on the planet today. There is nothing stopping you, no matter what bank you bank with or which country you live in, from joining Hustlers University and understanding the secrets to modern wealth creation. We will teach you things which are up to date by the second. Our curriculum changes by the minute. Our professors are there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you have direct access to the multimillionaires teaching you in real time. This is not an outdated textbook. This is up-to-date information on wealth creation methods you've never heard of. This is a way for you to go up to the glass wall, break it, and be free. If you don't understand exactly what I'm saying to you, if you've never experienced these glass walls or you think you can just do whatever you want in life and become as successful as you like and help people and be honest and be good and tell the truth, then you've not been trying hard enough to escape. Anyone who's genuinely be trying to escape, just like the fish in the fish tank would have run into a wall at some point, and I'm telling you we found another way to prevent the walls from stopping you joining our educational platform. The glass walls exist, and you have three choices in life. You either never encounter them because you're not trying to break free, you attempt to break free and you are restricted, or you finally find out what it takes to break free and you get through it. You break out of the matrix. I'm waiting for you inside of Hustlers University.